Okay, I know you've heard a lot of biblical sayings in culture, like for God so loved the world, even though that's John 3.16, a lot of people know that. They know it probably because some guy at a ball game had his shirt off and had John 3.16 on there. And trust me, the guy shouldn't have his shirt off even in the shower. (laughs) And you've heard other things like the Lord is my shepherd. But here's one I know you've heard because it's been in a lot of movies. The truth shall set you free. Where does that come from? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Hey, this is Pastor Terry. Thanks so much for joining us here at Grace for Your Journey. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in John chapter 8, verse 31. And Jesus is saying very clearly, you need to be set free. And it's the truth that opens the door to your freedom. How does he say it? And why does he say it? Here's what the Bible says. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him. So there were some Jews. He had just spoken prior to this, talking about his nature. He was not of this world. He came down from heaven. He always did the will of the Father. And you needed to trust and believe in him to be free from your sin. That's what he says just prior to this. So he goes on and and the Bible says, so Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So Jesus says there's a connection between abiding in his word and being set free. What does it mean to abide? Abide means to live. It means to draw one's perspective and understanding. It means to define how you're going to react and act in certain situations. It's, it's where you go to create the values of your soul, you know, the operating system of your life, how you're going to view things, how you're going to prioritize things, how you're going to put things in particular order in your life. To abide in the word of God means to allow the word of God to define everything about you. So Jesus says, if you abide in me, if you draw your meaning and purpose and direction in life from me, from my word, you are my disciples. And you will know the truth because the truth comes from the word and the truth will set you free. You will have freedom from all the other competing ideas, philosophies, and thoughts that will tie you up, bind you up, and rob you of the life that God wants you to have. You'll be free from that. So then let's look at what else happens. Then they answered, the Jews that were around there answered him saying, no, well, now wait a minute, we're the offspring of Abraham. We have never been enslaved to anyone. They're talking about spiritually. How is it that you say you will become free? So Jesus goes on and says, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. So he says, look, you want to know what slavery is? You want to know what you got to be set free from? Sin. That sin of commission, those things you actively do. Sins of omission, those good things you know to do, but you don't do, right? And the sins that infect our mind that begin to shape and change our bodies and how we live and how we act and interact. He says, when you practice sin, you're a slave to it. You're owned by it. Bob Dylan said, you're going to have to serve somebody. It might be the devil or it might be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. (laughs) And this is what Jesus is saying. If you're practicing sin, if you're actively involved in sin, It owns you. You're a slave to it. Then the Bible goes on and says, now the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. Now he draws a real distinction here. So there's a difference between being a son of God and being a slave to sin. If you're a slave in this house, guess what? You can be sold. You can be traded. They would have known all of this. You can be sold. You can be traded. You can be banished to the back 40. But if you're a son, you have rights. You're an heir to what the father has. That is really different now, isn't it? So Jesus says, look, if you're a slave, you will not remain in the house forever. You'll be traded. You'll be gone. You'll be banished. But a son means you're an heir. There's something different. 
about your relationship with the father. It's called family. Then in verse 36, he says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. In other words, I've come to set you free so you can know the benefit of sonship. Then he goes on and says, I know that you're the offspring of Abraham, and yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. Jesus finishes this little section by saying, I am talking to you about life, about being free from sin, and only a son can set you free to experience sonship, to experience family, not to have all these competing, corroding, demeaning ideas, you know, circling around your life and in your heart and in your mind, all those things that want to just suck purpose and meaning and and liberty out of you. I have come to set you free from that. And my word will set you free from that. And I can do it because I am a son and I have authority to do it. And I can adopt you into this unbelievable family. But you don't like what I say because you're being influenced by your father who is not the same as my father. So who are you listening to today? Are you listening to God's word? Or you listen to the people around you. God's word leads you to freedom. Everybody else, well, they're going to lead you to slavery. (laughs) So I pray that you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey by leaning in to God's word. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that we are people of your word, that, that our character is defined by your word, that our actions, reactions, interactions are defined by your word. Father, that our ethics and how we go through life will be defined by your word. Lord, I pray that that works in us and through us every day of our life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.